0: Nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by the O Cedar Angler Broom. It gets the dirt other brooms miss.
1: I sweep my floor and I still hear sugar underfoot. I hate that straw broom.
2: That's the kind of dirt straw brooms miss, but an oceder angler broom would get it. Angler bristles are cut on an angle to keep more tips on the floor, and the tips are closer together. Oceder angler gets the dirt other brooms miss.
1: Oceder makes your life easier.
2: What do you hear from your floor?
1: Not a sound. Oceder makes your life easier.
0: Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same?
1: Mother's on the phone. She wants to talk to you. She's worried about
2: Aunt
1: Maggie. Yeah, so am I. Don't let
2: your mother know you're worried now. Hello, Mom. What's your problem? Oh, no, no, no. What's to be worried about you? Look, Mother, the airlines keep track of the weather, and so far, so good. Tell her we'll let everybody know as soon as Aunt Maggie's here. Mother, Aunt Maggie left Montana. She has to change in Chicago, fly into Bradley, and I'll be there. Hartford, I'll be there. I'll meet her. I'll get her luggage, and as soon as I've driven back home, oh, about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, we will call you, okay? Now, don't worry, okay? All right, goodbye. Don't worry. I'm worried. Me too. The very thought of Aunt Maggie changing planes in Chicago. I
1: don't want to think about it. I changed planes once there, and I think I ran two miles to make connections. I barely made it. I never saw such a huge airport.
2: I guess the new Dallas airport is a dozen times bigger.
1: Well, I'm not concerned with Dallas at this point unless Aunt Maggie winds up there. It still <laughs> baffles me. Aunt Maggie taking a plane? I know.
2: You know, she's always said she'd never go up on a plane? I know. Well, she's older.
1: I mean, I think when you get older, you get braver.
2: Well, I thought it was just the opposite. As you get older, you're supposed to get more conservative.
1: Oh, I don't know. I think as you get older, you, you think the heck with it. Take a chance. You've got a lot less to lose. You know, why not have some fun if you can? Oh, uh, maybe. I often think of the things I wanted to do before I ever got married. You want any more meatloaf?
2: No, 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 no. I'm finished. Okay.
1: I'll get you some coffee, and then you better get the airport dear.
2: What did you want to do before you ever got married?
1: <laughs> ah, doesn't matter now.
2: No, I want to know. Uh, what did you want to do?
1: Honey, it doesn't matter, and I've forgotten about no, it. Oh no, no, you yet.
2: haven't forgotten <laughs> about it, or you wouldn't bring it up.
1: Well, I wanted to be a sort of female Lawrence of Arabia, racing across the desert on a camel, and, of course, eventually being swept off my feet, <laughs> or rather off my camel, by a prince who threw out his other wives into the desert and made me wife number one.
2: Boy, <laughs> marrying me was kind of a come-down, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes, I think so.
1: <laughs> As a matter of fact, but I adjusted, I did. I adjusted, dear. Mainly because I figured I might have ended up as number four wife, which wouldn't appeal to me at all. (laughs) Here's your coffee.
2: (laughs) Boy, the youthful daydreams we all have, huh? I
1: know. I have to admit that I was so
2: jealous when Hillary climbed Mount Everest. Oh,
1: my honey. You can hardly go up in the Ferris wheel. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You and All right,
2: I'd better start for the airport. Yeah.
1: Are you sure you don't want me to come with you? No,
2: definitely not. Why? Because if Aunt Maggie has wound up in Timbuktu, somebody better be here to answer the phone. Yeah,
1: you're right, you're right. Well, actually, you don't need to start for Bradley yet. I don't think Aunt Maggie hasn't even arrived in Chicago, and that takes two hours to New York. Or Bradley.
2: I know, I know. Somehow, knowing Aunt Maggie, I feel better just being at the airport. I wouldn't want the plane to come in early, and I'm not there.
1: Well, I never come in that early, dear. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh,
2: You don't think Aunt Maggie got Kennedy Airport mixed up with Bradley, do you?
1: Why would she get those two mixed up?
2: Because when I talked to her, she said, I always get the Kennedys and the Bradleys mixed up. What does that mean? Well, that's what I said. And she said something like, well, I never forgot when that Walter Kennedy married a Bradley and they lived right next door to my cousin Dorothy. Go on, get to the
1: airport. (laughs) I'm quite sure Aunt Maggie, with her first ride in a plane, has everything straight. Well, not as hope, so anyhow. Do you have the car keys? Yeah. You do. Good. Fine. Now, listen, dear. If you miss connections at the airport.
2: Why should I miss connections? I'll be standing right there when everyone comes off the
1: plane. Honey, knowing Aunt Maggie, let's figure out every contingency. Right, right, right. Okay, now. If you do not see her... If you cannot find her. And she calls here. And she calls here. Tell her here. to go
2: straight to the main information booth and stay there.
1: Tell her to go straight to the main information booth and stay there. Right. Yes. yes, and right. do not try to get her luggage. Yes, do not try to get her luggage. I
2: right? will get her suitcases. Right. She is not to move from the information booth.
1: I've got it. You will get her suitcases. She is not to move from the information booth. All right, you got that all straight? I hope so. <laughs> I think so, dear, yes. Now you get going. If she arrives in Hartford and you're not there, she know she'll be panicky. Oh, and Aunt Maggie is. Go, 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 go. go. Mm-hmm. Goodbye,
2: darling. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: you know, hmm?
2: I, I feel as though I were setting out to rescue Livingston from the jungle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not far different. Now, drive carefully, dear, won't you? No, no, Alex. No, no, come here, dear. Daddy's going down the turnpike. It's a long drive, and he'd have to leave you sitting in the car at the airport. You wouldn't like that. Alex, quiet now. Mommy wouldn't like anybody to come and steer you out of the car, either. No, wait, mommy boy. Thank you. <laughs> How'd you get your phone, Huh? how your bone? Huh? Get your bone. Mommy, play with you. Mommy, play Uh-oh. Oh, dear. No, no, no. Just a minute, Alex. Mommy, I to get the phone, huh? Get on, honey. Come on. <laughs> Hello? Yes, it is. Yes? Hello? Aunt Maggie, what are you doing in Atlanta?
2: Uncle Thaddeus, can I ask you something? Don't ask for money. It's this cold, Unc. <laughs> Nephew, you need four-way nasal spray. Will it help? Use as directed, four-way provides the fastest decongestant relief possible for stuffy noses and sinuses. Unk, that's a blast. Is it expensive? Ah, four-way costs a darn sight less than the leading brand. You can't buy faster relief at any price. I'm going to get some four-way. Maybe you've got a nose for business after all.
1: In my house, we've got a fully automatic kitchen. Me. And the worst job I've got to do is scrape and scrub that dirty oven.
2: Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle.
1: Promises, promises. It's
2: true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime.
1: That's a good idea.
2: So next morning, you just wipe clean.
1: You know, I've got a feeling that Mr. Muscle's going to be a good man to wake up to.
2: How, uh, how did Aunt Maggie get to Atlanta?
1: I don't know. She phoned just as you drove off. I left a message at Bradley Airport for her. Uh Didn't you get it? I
2: I didn't get it.
1: Well, apparently Aunt Maggie met some lovely woman on the plane, and they had a glorious time talking. It turned out that Aunt Maggie knew somebody this woman knew. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. Okay, okay. But how
2: could she get on a plane for Georgia?
1: I don't know. I said, didn't the man at the gate check your ticket when you changed planes in Chicago? And she said that the woman she was sitting with was going to Bradley, too, and she just went along with her. And they ran all through O'Hare Airport and just barely made the plane, and they whisked them through, you know. Yeah, but she... the guy at the <laughs> gate always checks the ticket. Yeah, well, I said that. I said, the guy at the gate always checks the tickets, Aunt Maggie. But Aunt Maggie said they were so late, and they had said to some man who was sweeping the floor is at the plane for Hartford, and he said he Yes, so and they just raced through the gate, yelling, "This is our plane!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, what Maggie. Is, you know? <sighs>
2: <sighs> so, Aunt Maggie is in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Yes, I told her to stay overnight at a motel there at the airport, and then make arrangements to fly up tomorrow.
2: And did you tell her that I was at the Hartford Airport waiting for her? Yes. Uh huh. Well, what did she say? Well. What did she say? She said,
1: I don't know why Bob gets so excited about things.
2: (laughs) Uh, Now I have to drive all the way there tomorrow to get her.
1: Well, maybe I can do it. We'll see. Anyhow, she's checking on reservations to Hartford, and she's calling us at 10 sharp tonight, which is just about now. I drove
2: two hours to Bradley, waited two hours, two hours back. I
1: know, I know, but she was all excited. Excited, my goodness, you know. Yeah, being uh, in the city, or she said, you know, where Clark Gable had been, she was just so. <laughs> uh,
2: Clark Gable?
1: Gone with the Wind?
2: Well, they didn't I, film I, Gone with the Wind in Atlanta. I just. Well, and Maggie face.
1: thinks they did, and she was all excited. Anyhow, I said, why didn't she stay there tonight with this friend she met on the plane? Oh, Mrs. Edson or something, I don't know. Do some sightseeing tomorrow. Enjoy herself, you know. There she, there she is. You want to talk to her? No, I don't. I'm
2: so tired and mad and fed up. Well, I, I, I mean, I love Aunt Maggie, but...
1: I'm, I'm a... Hello? Ed? Oh, yes, yes. Did you find a motel, Aunt Maggie? Yes. And you know what they want for it? Twenty-two fifty. dollars 50 Well, uh, you know, everything's gone up these days. Why don't you share a room with this new friend that you met on the plane? I'm not speaking to her. What's the matter? Her family is from the south. What, what, what did you say, Aunt Maggie? Her family came from the south. And she said to me that my family just ruined Atlanta. Uh, Aunt Maggie, either the connection is bad, I don't, I don't quite understand. Germans march to the sea. Well, Aunt Maggie? That's the, that's the Civil War. <laughs> that's over a hundred years ago. What do you? Uh, I'll be on flight sixteen to Hartford tomorrow morning. Will somebody meet me? Yes, yes, yes. Either Bob or I'll be there. Which airline? And is? Mrs. Edson had the nerve to tell me that she had never liked Clark Gable. Clark Gable. <laughs> Aunt Maggie, now, just because your friend never liked Clark Gable. Now Jared. somebody meet me because I am very upset. Goodbye, dear. Well, well. She's getting into Hartford on flight sixteen tomorrow morning. What time? I'll call the airport. I don't worry, I don't apparently Aunt Maggie and her new friend Mrs. Edson are refighting the Civil War. You know, Aunt Maggie has always felt that Clark Gable represented the Civil War. <laughs> Of course, that was after she got over Ronald Coleman.
2: Whom she blames for the French Revolution. <laughs> ah, this is a far, far better thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she, she'll she be here till Christmas? Well, at least.
1: Well, let's put it this way, dear. We love her. Now, let's face it.
2: No, let's put it this way. We face it, then we love her. <laughs> well, uh?
1: in any case, honey, she'll be here tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Things in life has been brought to you by Ban Rolon, America's leading roll on antiperspirant. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.